<laughs> you can't beat the classics. up everyone welcome to the uh beginning of a special series of you can't beat the classics episodes so this is the start of you can't beat the classics premiere episodes so this is going to be a little bit different than what we normally do the premiere episodes are going to be covering new movies as they come out because i i think it's only right that we talk about you know what's coming out as it as it comes along just because you know always a good movie you know maybe that's probably going to come out and you don't want to miss talking about it um so yeah so this episode we got myself and george here for this one what's going on george nothing i'm super excited to talk about venom been holding this in all weekend yeah man this is this is a big one that we're starting off here um so for this episode we're going to be talking about venom let there be carnage and before we get into it i probably explained i mean this the format for the the premiere episodes are probably going to work a little bit differently than what you normally see i think because obviously we're sitting in a movie theater we don't have a chance to write stuff down like we normally do so i think this these premiere episodes will be a lot more all over the place probably you know try to cover as much as we can and then maybe another thing we won't be doing for these episodes is probably probably not showing any footage from the movie only because YouTube, I know YouTube has is probably going to come down with a copyright strike, you know, on the more recent movies, probably. So if, if I throw in a Venom, Let There Be Carnage trailer in here, probably going to get taken <laughs> down. So not worth not worth doing, I guess. But all right, that's probably the only big differences here. But yeah let's talk about the movie spoiler uh, alert before we get in oh very yeah very this will be there'll be lots of spoilers in yeah this. i don't want to if we're going to be talking about it for a long time i don't want to leave anything out so yeah this is this is your spoiler warning for venom let there be carnage if you don't want to know what happens then uh this is not the episode for you <laughs> yeah hey, <laughs> instead of listening to this just go to the movies for an hour and a half <clears throat> yeah uh so i think what address first is probably you know what you thought going into it and then you know what did you think of the movie overall so we talked all day about that actually i was uh i was scared going in and i remember you kept me honest with the rotten tomato update yeah Uh, i i didn't like the pg-13 aspect Mm mm-hmm I thought that uh, how do you portray Cletus Cassidy and make him sinister and evil and everything with a PG-13? And then <clears throat> uh, I didn't like, I didn't love Venom, right? Let's just be yeah. honest. I didn't love Venom. Yeah. I, I liked it. I didn't love it. So, like, you really kind of had to change directions. And Andy Serkis, in, in God we trust there, right? Yep. I remember the movie finished, and I was like, okay, I like that one a lot more. I liked it a lot more. And then we'll just leave the end credit scene out, but the end credit scene, I sat in my chair for at least 15 minutes after. Dude. Just mind numb. 
like melted and i was i remember vomiting from my mouth like so many different things what that could mean and what it could be yeah and at the point where one of my roommates was like hey i have a date we gotta go let's get like come on (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude i think the after credit scene will have to have like a special place for that because they like dude that's a game changer it's huge man. Um, but like what could it pot it can mean so many things it's crazy um but yeah we'll yeah we'll we'll save that because that's that's really big um <clears throat> my feelings for the movie going into it are probably a lot similar to yours too i was i was really excited for it because i was kind of on the same boat like i liked venom i wasn't like thrilled about it but i was like okay i think people were too harsh on it on the 2018 one yeah um so when they announced this i when when carnage was you know uh expected to be the next the next baddie um i said wow i said that's and the the fact that woody harrison was playing him i was like he'll kill it he'll nail it i think he'll do a really good job with carnage and you know andy circus i trust a lot you know from a lot everything that he's worked on you know he's a he's great um, and then Tom Hardy, obviously, I trust him too because I thought he did a good job. And then, yeah, the PG thirteen rating scared me too. That was one of the things that made me worry about it was the PG thirteen rating. And I think another thing I brought up to you was like the review embargo for it was not being lifted until the movie came out, which yeah. that does that never happens. Usually, you find out how a movie is like a week before. Like, I wonder why that was too. That's odd because you yeah, would think the studios not doesn't want to hold that back, right? They they went up th- like what was it twenty thirty points? Yeah, but like I the studio like purposely like held it until it came out, which was weird. Yeah. Which I thought like oh maybe they don't want people knowing. Maybe maybe they wanted to skim the reviews and make sure they didn't spoil well, the end credit. Maybe the after credits had something to do with it. Yeah, may- I mean maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I mean, I, I went into it like slightly worried, but I was like, nah, I think they'll do fine. And yeah, I, after I sat through it, I said, you know what? I said, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, like the the movie I thought was. So if you want like an Avenger level, like amazing rock your socks movie, this isn't it. And then maybe like it. After I watched Venom 1, before I went to go see Venom 2, I was like, we need to tone down the expectations of these individual movies. Like, Marvel yeah. Marvel did a really good job of, of like, giving you different aspects of characters. Like, Captain America is arguably the best one, because no one liked Captain... Let's be real. No one fucking liked Captain America in the comics. He was just a, a goody yeah. two-chew, <clears throat> you know... It took the Winter Soldier run for him to be cool again in, like, the the 90s. And then all of a sudden he was boring again until Civil War. And, like, he, he was just a tough character. But in the movies, they showed you, like, hey, here's here's comic book Cap. Now you, you, you know the story of Captain America. You don't have to read the comics. And then Winter Soldier's, like, it blows your fucking socks. Like, it, it's mm-hmm. it's an amazing transformation. But, like, there's cool moments and I think we just demand those power-up cool moments in every superhero movie we see now. And it, like, it tarnishes, like, Venom. Venom isn't a bad movie. It just yeah. doesn't have that moment 
where like Cat lifts the hammer or, you know, Stark gets this cool new armor that does whatever he thinks. Uh, so if you take all that out, Venom's not a bad movie. It's just like, I don't know. It, it was a little all over the place for me. Like Tom Hardy in the beginning was tough to handle him in, in that one, but Ooh. he figured it out halfway through. Um, so um, to talk, yeah, go ahead. I think another unexpected thing with Venom is like, I think the way they, they created him, like started him off as a character as like, kind of like a, kind of like a comedic, like back and forth between Eddie Brock mm -hmm. and Venom, which is weird. And like, you know, Venom is like this, like almost like comical, like parasite or whatever. Like, like, I feel like that's not what Venom that's not what Venom really is supposed to be. Like, it's not supposed to be funny, really. But, like, I, I like. So, I, I, to add to that, I like the back and forth, right? Because they are in a symbiotic relationship. There is a lot of back and forth in the comics. It works. They... A, a lot of it works, too, is because I think Tom Hardy's, like, his way, his way of being able to do dialogue with himself, he does it really well. He he acted really well. I I yeah. thought it was a little too much in the beginning. Like, because if you rewatch Venom one, Venom doesn't talk that much. He doesn't yeah. have that much dialogue. So it's cool to expand on it and be like, okay, he's kind of grasping what it means to be human and the relationship. But it was like you said, it was a lot of campy, corny jokes and yeah, it some of it hit really well. But like when he's making him breakfast, like to cheer him up, it's like, oh, oh yeah. The symbiote does do stuff like that to keep Eddie Brock happy so that he doesn't do something he'll regret, but, like, not like that. Like, he doesn't, <laughs> come on, buddy. Like, no, he doesn't do that stuff. Like, but it, it, it like you said, though, if you go in, it, it worked. If you're not looking to nitpick the movie and, and you're not looking for it to be a failure, it works. Yeah. It works. It, it, was, it was kind of funny, the lighthearted moments. I... With that, though, like, I wish we got more of that with Carnage. And I would like to see a director's cut of this movie. Because I feel like there's got to be a lot of Woody Allen, or Woody Harrelson, Woody Allen, Woody Harrelson <laughs> talking yeah. to Carnage, right? Because we didn't get much of that. Yeah. Well, I think another thing with that is, like, what I thought going into this is that, like, I thought, all right. Carnage is thrown in the mix now, and he's really a sick and twisted dude. Like, him and Cletus Cassidy are crazy. So I was like, okay, I was like, okay, that's probably going to make the movie more serious, right? And it, it does when you show Carnage on screen. But So, like, I thought they would do the same treatment for Venom, but they did not do that for Venom. Like, well, they, I mean, they, to that that point, though, like, yeah. you're right. Like, when, when you first meet Carnage, and let's just dive into that part before we go too far, right? Like, he bites him, and that's how this, he bites him and gets Eddie Brock's blood, and it's it matches with Woody Harrelson or Cletus's blood, and yeah. that's how you get the symbiote of Carnage, right? It's, it's an offspring, which they totally, they, they walked right past that and didn't explain any of it, but they mentioned it yeah. the, the whole time. Uh, but... When you first meet Carnage, like it's not, it's not like it takes over Woody Harrelson. You just see it like it did in Venom One. They hyped it up. It was like a horror movie. Like here's the dark mist, and you can kind of see the outline. And then he just fucking runs in and starts killing people. Like, yeah. To your to your point of the serious tone, you thought, oh shit, it's about to go down. Yep. But 
yeah, yeah. So I thought I thought Venom would kind of get the same treatment as far as like being more serious, but like they made Venom like even more like comedic in this. It's kind of a pussy. Yeah, he's <laughs> kind of a pussy. Yeah, it, dude, the church like, scene. Well, the church scene. Not to again, not to jump ahead, but we're gonna be yeah. all over the place because it yeah, all yeah. ties together. And in the church scene, when he retracts in. It's like, bro, that's not that's not Venom. It like the, the whole lethal protector thing. Venom, it, the Venom I know is grabbing the priest and eating the priest before Carnage. <laughs> I was waiting for the priest to get eaten that entire time, and yeah. I, I thought for sure that Shriek was gonna get eaten by Venom so that he could like power up. But like, yeah, uh, him retracting into Tom Hardy and knowing that I knew that happened because of the trailer, I was so like. Man, you're sucking the bamf out of this fucking boss fight right now. You're really sucking it out. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um so but a lot of the the funny stuff with Venom, like people were laughing in the theater. Like, I don't know if it was just I think it might have just been maybe not my kind of humor, but I was like, all right, people are laughing here. So I'm like, this is working. Like this humor. Um, it might not be mine. But like people obviously find this funny, which is a positive. So I was like, okay, so it's that part is working. So I was like, I was surprised they went that route with Venom, but it worked. It, Andy Circus did a lot of weird things here. Yeah, like he, from the outside looking in, if we were to regurgitate this movie, there's a lot going on between Brock and the girlfriend who's now engaged, who clearly loves Brock still, and. Like, yeah. there's that whole love weird... You throw Venom, and now Venom has, like, an emotional... Like, he's another character, not yeah. just Brock. And then you have the Cletus story, and now you have to keep up with Cletus's love life. And, dude, there's so much going on. And I thought, like, kudos to Andy Serkis for not making it feel cluttered. It didn't feel cluttered the entire time I was watching it. Maybe it's different for you, but it felt like a streamlined movie, like... Like, I kind of could piece it together without him having to tell me every single detail. Which, yeah. I didn't waste any mundane time. Like, the, the cop in the beginning, who ends up being the cop at the end, it's like, you could have made that a whole movie, but, like, he, he just subtly just moved past it. Brock didn't ask questions to waste time. Like, mm -hmm. it, it, it worked, right? Like, the whole, the, just the whole plot, I thought, I thought for... Not, and this all ties back to the dialogue too. Like, so the the plot works, and then the the like jokes hit at a rom com level. So I don't think you're yeah. a rom com guy, but they're like rom com yeah. jokes between Brock and yeah. Venom, which adds a bit of irony. And I thought it worked to a point, but there were times where it was like, okay, you, you know, I'm stepping out of it. I know a lot about Venom. I love the the symbiote stories. Yeah. That's not Venom. Venom would not give a shit about, like, you know, Mrs. Chan. <laughs> Venom would not step foot in a nightclub. <laughs> yeah, that that whole scene was weird. But, like, he does, yeah. though. He does in the comics. Cause he, it, oh, uh, he does? So, in the comics, oh. he goes to, like, public places because he does, yeah. at times, try to find a different host. Like, him and Eddie oh, aren't always... Okay. Him and Eddie aren't always, like, the best of friends in the comics. Like, he yeah. does try to find different hosts. Okay. And, and Eddie at times has, like, said, let me go. Go away. And that's how, you know, we get Flash Thompson as Venom. And, you know, we get other, which uh, I want to get to with the end credit scene. But, yeah. like, there are different. It is weird. 
but like Venom can go elsewhere and try and find different hosts. That's why I thought he again back to the plot. He did so many things so subtly that like you didn't you don't even question it. Yeah. But like so in the beginning the the part that like got me was that Eddie is getting all pissy and like he's kind of a bitch in the beginning where like <laughs> he's like everyone's calling him a loser and everything and I get how that could like snowball and you know the cops calling him a loser, his ex is calling him a loser, Venom's calling him a loser. But, like, bro, you just solved an unsolvable case with Venom. Like, why wouldn't you just succumb to the fact that you need him early on? I thought that part was the only thing about the plot that really bothered me, was that it took him an hour and a half to realize he he needs Venom and Venom needs him. Yeah. Um, I felt like it felt like a lot going... A lot of it was Venom, you know. Venom was having a lot of trouble... I get being the lethal protector, like, you can't just, you can't just keep them from, you just can't have them eating chicken and chocolate all the time. Yeah. So, like, oh. Venom, Venom was obviously feeling, you know, being attacked, being, you know, an established, like, symbiote now, like, he was feeling a lot of things, and, like, I guess, like, uh, that part made sense, you know, for them splitting up, because, you know, Eddie, it's different than the relationship. I'll get to it, but it's different than the symbiotic relationship between Cletus Cassidy and Carnage. Like it's way, it's way different than Eddie Brock and Venom. Like I think Eddie Brock and Venom are like they're in this, they're in it together. But right. like with Eddie, with Eddie Brock, he's like he establishes rules. He's like, hey, this is my body. It's like you can't do this, you can't do that. If you don't like it, that's tough. Um, with Cletus Cassidy and Carnage, they, you see the back and forth between them. It's like Carnage, Carnage is really like, he wants to be his own. He wants to be on his own. Like Cletus yeah. Cassidy wants to be on his He has a lot of disagreements with Cletus Cassidy and it shows like they don't, they didn't have that relationship. Right. Like, well, you see like, like. Cletus Cassidy, you know, really wanted to save his girlfriend, Shriek. But, like, Carnage was, like, um, you know, from her using her ability, Carnage was like, hey, I'm going to kill her if she does this again. And, you know, Cletus Cassidy's like, no, no, she's, I'm trying to save her. Don't hurt her. And Carnage is like, I'm going to. It's <laughs> So, yeah, they address that, like, more directly, too, in the final fight, right? Yeah. Where they're like, hey, they Tom Hardy is like, they don't have... The relationship we did, yep. we can beat them. Yep. And it's like, I thought that was cool, but at the same time, I thought that like the Carnage I know doesn't really have like Cletus and Carnage are very into the same things. The Shriek, mm. Shriek stuff is fine, but like Carnage and Cletus love to just brutally murder people and i get that yeah, they, they like that was one thing they agreed on <laughs> they they tried to like humanize cletus a little bit and i love that circus kind of gave a nod to the fact that like it's it's bitter irony we're trying to we're following the movie formula of humanizing the villain right but at the end he's like fuck this guy and just eats him yeah yeah just like <laughs> no 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 don't don't humanize with him he's a piece of shit 
yeah. who's just trying to play mind fuck games with Tom Hardy right now. That's all he's doing. Like there was never there was never an ounce of humanity in Cletus Cassidy. Yeah. He loved Shriek. Yeah, but what did Shriek love to do? She loved to kill people too. Dude, so like you, they I, were I think you realize, you know, Cletus Cassidy just has no absolutely no humanity to him. Like the movie kind of tries to tell you, like, yeah, this like this guy's a serial killer. He's crazy. But like he's trying to get like Eddie Brock to like sympathize with him. Um, but what really sold me in where I was like, all right, you know, Cletus Cassidy's a bad dude is when he walked into that, he walked into that like gas station or whatever. And he, he straight up murdered, brutally murdered that guy behind the counter. Dude, he just stomped the life out of him. And I, that was, that was one part of the movie where I was like, oh shit. Yeah. No, like, no carnage required for that. I'm like, that's carnage. <laughs> I'm like, well, it, you know what I mean, but I'm like, that's Cletus Cassidy. Yeah, there was a, yeah. there was a, so like, I guess I'll ask you, did you think it took a lot to get to Carnage? Like, it, a little too long to get to Carnage? Like, I, uh, that was, that was something I was like, maybe it's, I was over anxious because I was so excited, but I was like, man, this is taking a while. Like, you're running out of screen time for, for Carnage. They probably, could have done it sooner um like i i think they could have set it up to where you know he probably gets it a lot faster than you know just biting him but like and i don't know how like death sentences work but i'm like i don't think they happen that fast it was six like, months wasn't it didn't six months go by yeah or... well, like, what happened was i think he was off the hook um for a while but then Venom and Eddie found the bodies right. that they found. So when they found them, they put the death sentence back on. Yeah, which, okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's starting yeah. to click now. Yeah, all of a sudden, California reinstates the death penalty in a week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally, they, like, they found a few bodies, and they're like, all right, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that, that part, I remember giggling. Because I was like, what, what are we talking about here? But... You know, crazier. Th- in all fairness, crazier things have happened in the past year. So yeah. uh, that part wasn't too outlandish, but it was a little, a little weird. Um, the the girlfriend dynamic with Anne is now becoming very confusing to me. Um, because it she wants her own life she needs her own life and it sounds like eddie's kind of left her to her own devices because he was shocked when he found out she was engaged like they clearly hadn't talked in a while uh but she clearly still has feelings for eddie so yeah i I think what i think what screws up eddie too is probably having venom in him like Venom, like I think they address it in the movie. Like Venom, Venom can't control like his emotional state. Right. He can't fix that. Like he can fix in like physical injuries and everything like that. He can't fix that. But one thing I was thinking, I was like, I was like, the symbiote probably makes that like even more, like just amplifies that. So like. Mm-hmm. I think without the symbiote, Eddie would be able to move on a lot easier. But the fact that he has Venom constantly talking in his head, you know, and this and that, you know, probably, you know, whenever there's any mention of her, 
I think that's what fucks him up. Yeah. It makes it I'm, more difficult for him. And Venom constantly bringing her up to probably makes it tough to move on. Yeah. But that, yeah, the when they fight too, I, I like how they changed how the symbiotes would fight, right? Like the Riot Venom fighting was so tough to keep up with. <laughs> Dude, that was a, that was a messy fight. It was like throwing two gallons of paint at each other and seeing which one would last. Like it was, yep. it was weird. I like how Andy Circus was like, "No, we're we're not gonna keep that." Um, they're actually going to be their own separate symbiotes, and they're going to fight each other. Um, so I thought the fight scenes were a lot better. I, I did think, though, that, like, I think Carnage could have had more vocals and more, like, like you don't understand the symbiote other than that he, he just wants to kill Venom. Yeah. And that's it. One thing I'll ask is, like, did Carnage's voice throw you off at all? Because I, I feel like Carnage's voice is, pro- is like, more high-pitched than what we got in the movie. So Yeah, in the I cartoons, think, yeah. when we were growing up, Carnage's yeah. voice was like, a lot like, different. Like, Sp- the Spider-Man video game, like, with Carnage in it. Um, I'm talking, like, N- like N- Nintendo 64 one, PlayStation <laughs> 1 one. Like I think Carnage has like this like a lot of a lot higher pitched voice than that. Yeah, they. Um, I, I I didn't hate how like because Carnage is huge, like it looked yeah. like Carnage was a little bit bigger than Venom. Yeah. So so they kind of gave him a a deeper voice. I, I kind of like that, um, but the voice was definitely a little bit to get used to. Um. But I didn't hate it. Actually, I'm looking it up right now to see who actually was the voice of Carnage. Was it Woody yeah. Harrelson? Oh, I have in the movie. I have no idea. It might have been because yeah, because uh, Tom Hardy did does Venom's voice. That was a very very. It didn't sound like Woody Harrelson. It was no, a it very didn't. very deep voice. Um, yeah, it might have been somebody else. Totally. Yeah, I wasn't wasn't a total fan of it. But then again, we didn't really get to hear it that much. It was like Venom in the first one. Um, yeah. So, like, I would have liked more, I guess. I, I Apparently, liked... he, did, he did do the voice of Carnage. Woody Harrelson did? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm reading that now. That... And it's fine. I could see that. Woody Harrelson. It says Woody Harrelson portrays Carnum obviously in Venom let there be carnage but the actor but he wanted and he wanted Andy Circus to take over the voice acting for Carnage well yeah why wouldn't you he's the greatest yeah. fucking voice actor of all time yeah <laughs> like why why wouldn't you but like i feel like there's got to be a director's cut where carnage and i would have loved a moment with just him woody harrelson talking to carnage just to like yeah because how did Woody Harrelson know? And I, I mean, maybe this is part of the brilliance of, of what Circus did to keep the movie flowing. Was he just skipped over the bullshit? But how would Woody Harrelson know that sound affects them? Yeah. You know? uh, I would have liked, like, a, 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 some sort of, like, master plan or just, like, a conversation to be like, what do you want out of this? Is this temporary? Is this permanent? Because Carnage and Cletus Cassidy were a permanent fixture. Like, you, no one else plays Carnage. It's always Cletus. Mm-hmm. 
And this kind of brings me to the end credit scene, right? Like, and, and we've talked about the movie for a half hour. I'm sure we're going to go back to the movie. But the, the end credit scene could actually bring back. Yeah, exactly what I was thinking. And and honestly, like, I feel like that would make a lot of sense because we didn't. Carnage didn't go out like a bitch, right? Like, like we talk yeah. about Marvel villains who go out like Ronan. Ronan went out because he lost the dance battle to Star-Lord. Yeah. Like, and I thought Ronan was a really badass villain. Yeah. Um, you know, Red Skull grabbed the cube and, and just disappeared. Like, that's just not how that shit's supposed to happen. Carnage went out like a fucking thug, dude. He was yeah. beating the shit out of Venom. He was doing everything he could. He was eating everybody. You know, we got Toxin coming. We we got a bunch of fucking crazy shit going on. Yep. I would love to throw Spider-Man in the middle and let everyone just duke it out. I would love to see Maximum Carnage be Venom 3. They have the perfect opportunity now doing that um, with the do you after credit just, scene. Do you want to describe the after credit scene for everyone? Yeah, yeah, why not? So... All right, so we've reached the end of the movie. Um, people are, I think, people people know about Venom. So he's, so he, I mean, Carnage is gone. Um, so Venom's got to go off. Venom and Eddie got to go off to hide because they're they're in trouble because the word is out pretty much. So so they go off to this this island. You know, we don't know where we don't know the this, the location. So the after credit scene has them sitting in this hotel um and nothing crazy this first off i'll say it's a very dark um hotel that they're in and um they're just watching tv and they're just talking to one another but venom is explaining to him how you know he doesn't even eddie doesn't even know you know half not even half of what like about like venom's world or like you know like uh, Couldn't even begin to comprehend it, is what he said. Exactly. Like, like there's just so much information it would blow his mind. So he's like, "Oh, I'll show you. I'll show you just a little bit. See if you can handle it." So as Venom's about to do whatever he's going to do, so the room starts to shake, and then you just see this like blinding light just change the room. Like it's still the same room, but like it's just. A lot of change. Like, it's not a dark room anymore. It's kind of like, like he, a bomb went off outside or something. Yeah, but now he's in, like, this, like, very well-lit room in this, like, this, like, tropical paradise or whatever. And, like, the room's all nice and everything like that. And like, Venom's like, well, what's happening? And, like, Eddie's, like, scared, like, terrified of what's happening. And, he, like, like that you hear Venom, he's literally like, what the hell was that? And, like, <laughs> that, was, that was a funny line there. Like, oh, that, that's just a towel. <laughs> yeah when the, the towel like like you said it went from a shitty like motel on a beach to like this nice huge resort where they have this the towels in the shape of the swans like and the crane shit. yeah and then i was like what the hell is that and he's like it is just a towel, the towel. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was, that that line was good um but then eddie's like eddie's like asking venom like what did you do and venom's like i don't know it wasn't me yeah. but then you hear on the TV, you hear J. Jonah Jameson's voice start going. And that's that's when, like, the gasps, gasps in the theaters were starting. And, and, and like, the, oh, shit. Like, they're, like yep. people were, like, freaking out, starting to freak out. So, like, 
he's looking at the TV and and uh, Eddie's like, "What? What is it?" And then Venom comes out, and Venom's looking at the TV, and um, uh, we'll get into this after I describe it. But you know, then um, it cuts to them showing Spider Man, and and Venom's like staring at the screen watching Spider Man, and he just this was such a this was the most like Venom like I think they did throughout the whole movie, you know, like. Like a, from a character perspective, you just hear him say that guy, and he just licks mm. the screen. Oh my god! I was honestly so as he was licking the screen, I looked down at his chest to see if his chest would change to have the spider the spider on it. Yeah, it, it didn't. I was so bummed. I was like, "You missed an opportunity there." But I'm sure Circus has something planned for that. That's that's gonna happen. Oh my fucking god! I remember. As soon as I heard J. Jonah Jameson, I remember I knocked, uh, I had a bag full of M&Ms because I thought the, <laughs> the, the scene was going to happen after the credits. Yeah. They, they did a mid credit scene. So I started eating my M&Ms and then dropped them all. I was like, oh, my God, let's go. And then when he licks the screen, I was like, yes. Dude, I, I, I see Spider-Man on the screen. Dude, I like, like ask a. Uh, other mike you know not the mike usually with us but uh, uh our other friend mike dude i i saw spider-man pop up on the screen dude i lifted my hands up like i was on a roller like the top of a roller coaster i was like ah. dude this is so like yeah. you gotta think there are three main storylines for us 90s babies right well 89 but us or 90s children yeah there are three main storylines we give a shit about right it's venom it's maximum carnage Age of Apocalypse and it's Civil War. Those are the three ones that we grew up on watching on TV every Saturday, and, and like they they flunked on Civil War. I th- I think they flunked on it. it. It was a great movie and everything, but like that wasn't Civil War. Mm. Um, and then they flunked on Age of Apocalypse or whatever they called that fucking trash movie. Yeah. Um, now we have a chance. Like, please, please save our souls with fucking. Give us maximum carnage. Give us the, the everything you can there. Like, oh yes, so yes, like, yes. So like, let's address how maximum carnage can be a possibility from this because that you know just flash of light and you know everything like a bomb went off in there. You know that's obviously something that ha- that's going to happen in No Way Home. Yeah, that's I think. That's- gotta be what happened in no way home i think a a lot of people you know what i've been reading and like seeing in videos is like is like oh that news part is from is taken from like far from home but i'm like but nothing multiversal like happens in far from home like they mention multiverses but nothing happens like that we only see something happen like that so far in um no way home so I think I think the news stuff was just them covering it again, you know, because news stations usually. Well, do that I'm wondering sometimes. if Far uh, No Way Home. It can't right because isn't okay. I think it's whatever Doctor Strange does in No Way Home. But but I thought whatever Doctor Strange did in No Way Home was he made it so that no one knew he was Peter Parker, or that was the plan. It right? was the, the I well. Obviously, there's. I think there's some answers. You know, we won't. We don't know yet because it's until No Way Home comes out. So, like, but, I'm thinking to your point though is what I'm. I'm thinking happen is that they, 
whatever happens in No Way Home, like so obviously Strange and Parker do something. But I'm thinking it brings them back. The multiverse gets fucked up because they're trying to go back to that J. Jonah Jameson part and stop that from happening. And that's where it gets fucked up. And whatever yeah. they do makes it so like it's amplified, right? Yeah. So go ahead with yours. That that's what I think. Maybe. Yeah, I I think it's yeah, it's Doctor Strange trying to do it, but like, but like he screws up just because because of what Peter Parker, what Spider Man is is like trying to do at the same time, right? Um, so I think that was that was Venom being brought into the MCU. Yeah, so like, 100%. like that, like that time, like that uni- that universe. Um, so. I mean, now what does that mean for Venom? Like, I think for Venom, does that mean he goes back to nobody knowing about the symbiote? And does so that, that does that change the fact that Carnage might not be dead anymore? So I agree with all of that, right? I think yeah. the symbiote stuff, probably. If we're, if we're going to drag it back, probably, maybe. I think the more important thing is that that wasn't the Venom from the Venom franchise. I think that was Topher Grace's Venom. Because they've never met. Venom doesn't know about Spider-Man, right? So Oof. now that he sees him, it's like he when he saw him, he knew who that was. And he hated him. Like, he licked the yeah. screen. He was ready to, to eat the fucking TV until the guy walks out of the bathroom. Uh he was ready to eat the screen. He was so like visibly shaken by seeing Spider-Man. Yeah. I I think that's Topher Grace's Venom now. I think that's his symbiote and I think mm. he's pissed. And I think I think the multiverse is wide the fuck open at that very moment. And I think that's how you get maximum carnage. You get he's no longer He's no longer the lethal protector. Now he's pissed off and he's angry and he's vengeful. He's just lethal. And I I think in the same token, Carnage is back. And I think that's why they were so quick to just say, like, fuck this guy. Get him out of here. Because they're going to bring back a diabolical maximum version of Carnage that is amazing. Right? And really... I'm curious, and this is the part of of this that pisses me off, right? Is that you drop this, knowing full well that this ties to a movie. And this is why probably Venom got kept getting pushed now that we know, right? Venom probably kept getting pushed, not because it wasn't done or anything, but because it ties so closely with Spider-Man. They knew that there was going to be backlash if people had to wait for Spider-Man to figure Mm. out what the fuck was going on. So, because I think the problem was with Spider-Man. There a bunch of kids who can't be near COVID, can't be near each other. They had to put them on break. Yeah. Uh, when ninety percent of Venom is just fucking Tom Hardy, like you literally right. could have shot that <laughs> Tropic Thunder style. Uh, so like, I think, I think we're gonna get more answers, but I also wouldn't be surprised if Venom isn't in No Way Home, but like is the end credit scene, if that makes sense. So, like, Venom could, like, Spider-Man does everything, right? Like, he, he wipes the slate, he saves the day with Doctor Strange, which I don't think is Doctor Strange, by the way. But he yeah. saves the day with Doctor Strange, whatever. Movie's over, everyone's happy honky-dory, right? That's how all these movies end. And the end credit scene would be, like, Venom at, or Eddie Brock at the door of Aunt May's house. Yeah. Or, like, you know, 
Tom Holland doing a parade and then Venom just eating an entire float or, or something something wild like that, right? Yeah, you're probably right on that. I don't think Venom won't have a role like he won't have like a Doc Ock, like Green Goblin, like role for No Way right. Home. He's not going to have that They're I think they're going to save that for one of the deals that Sony and Sony and Marvel Studios has right now. There, there's going to be another uh, trilogy for Spider-Man in the MCU. Yeah. After No Way Home, he's getting another three movies. But is it this um, Spider-Man? Because I'd be shocked if it was Tom Holland. I think he's done. You think he's done? Yeah, I think I think yeah. he. I think it's time to add some diversity, and I wouldn't be shocked if we get. Honestly, man, hear I me think out. Miles honest. Miles Morales is something that'll happen. And I think it's the perfect time to because Venom is fucking hot right now, right? Venom is because they haven't fucked it up. And I'm sorry to be kind of pessimistic. They haven't fucked up Venom yet. They fucked up Venom in Sam Raimi's version. And like people Mm. were very shoddy on the symbiote stuff. But like you could put Venom uh, anywhere. His symbol is almost as recognizable as Spider-Man's. Like, but Spider-Man doesn't even have the best story with Venom. Venom has a better story with Miles Morales. Okay. So I really think that if you did, you could have an Avengers level movie if you used Miles Morales versus Venom to save the world, which is uh, pl- the planet of symbiotes, and that's Wraith and Null and all that shit going on in the comic. It, it's a current comic run now, but it's like the hottest comic run in like eight years. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Um, but you need Miles Morales to do it. You can't use Peter Parker. So I think if you were going to get rid of Peter Parker, it would be very soon after you do like a maximum carnage run. Maybe um, maybe pitting pitting Tom Holland Spider-Man against Venom would be the way that he maybe he could probably pass the torch to somebody that played Miles Morales. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, like the way that they're setting everything up is that Venom can be his own person, his own franchise, his own hero. They they did a good job by not, and you know, I bitterly say this because I really wanted Spider Man in the first Venom. Uh, they could have yeah. done, they they did a good job of making Venom his own thing. He's not reliant on Spider Man. Mm-hmm. To that point. The best run of Venom is the most recent one where he, he's fighting Wraith. There's the new Thor. There's the new Spider-Man. There's people in his way, you know, and someone's killing off all the symbiotes. There, there's a, an Avengers-level movie in there. You just got to be careful on how you do it. And I don't think – I think Peter Parker's time is up. Like, we've seen Peter Parker versus Doc Ock, and we're about to see it again. Um, yeah. And, and I, I don't have to preach this to you, but, like, that's the best Doc Ock you're going to get. He's the best Doc yep. Ock. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Green Goblin. Willem Dafoe is the best Green Goblin we're going to get. Yep. You know, uh, it's like trying to recast Heath Ledger, you know, with with Jared Leto while Heath Ledger's alive. No one's going to buy it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, um, so I think you have to cool off Spider-Man for a little bit and, and pivot to Miles Morales. If you're going to do it, you do it now. And then that opens the door for Spider-Gwen, Silk, you know, you, you get a bunch of different characters. You don't have to go full cartoon with Spider-Ham, but, like, yeah. you, you can do the Spider-Verse 
versus the symbiotes. And I think that's a fucking great movie in there, man. That's that's gold. And I, I hope that's what they do. And I hope that's yeah. like the next movie is Maximum Carnage. But we'll the, we'll see. The, yeah, they have Marvel. Marvel Studios has a tough. They have a tough road ahead of them. Like, I feel like because No Way Home is going to be like. Like the I think that's going to be like the Spider-Man movie. It should of be our, of our lifetime. I, I hope it is. I feel like it will be. Um, and and after that movie, it's kind of you, you're kind of like, how do you top that? And I think the way to do that is put him against this venom. I think. I I think you're right. I think yeah. But like at the same time too, like this this movie's gonna be. There's a lot of ifs and buts surrounding Spider-Man. That's why I think this conversation is difficult. Not impossible. Like, we can speculate. Yeah. We're the boys. Yeah. But I think uh, <laughs> I think this movie has so many questions surrounding who's in it. What are they going to do? Like, are you going to... It, it, let's put it this way. If they... Spider-Man... We kind of have an idea how this is going to play out, right? Like Spider-Man's going to be outed. He's going to have to go through the legal process, right? Because now they know who he is. He's going to have to figure that out. He's going to run Doctor Strange... He's going to have to go through the multiverse and theoretically he's going to have to fight every villain he's ever seen. And they're going to yep. do a miniature version of Sinister Six. Now, what does that entail? You know, his lawyer could be Daredevil, right? Yeah. Uh, his wingman, when he goes back in time, could be the Punisher. Uh, it it could be. We Probably not with the Punisher. The Daredevil is probably more likely. Um, but him and the Punisher had some team ups. You know, he that there's a credited student in in the IMDb. The student could be Sam Alexander, who's Nova. So mm-hmm. he could team up with Nova. Th- this could be a six v six where you have the three Spider Mans, Toby and Garfield and Holland, with Strange, uh, Daredevil or Punisher and Nova, and they fight all the villains together. Or to your point. Maybe it could be Venom helps Spider-Man and the symbiote takes Spider-Man and he ha- that's how he powers up in this one. Mm. Like, wouldn't wouldn't that be something? They should they ram the Iron Spider suit up your ass for about three trailers and then all of a sudden, I, you know, typical Marvel, it's actually the Venom suit the whole time. Yeah, I think the Iron the Iron Spider Spider suit is a swerve. There's no shot that he's in the Iron Spider suit. I'm like, dude, he's not wearing that. When he's, like, standing on top of that police car, he's not wearing the Iron Spider suit. No shot. He's in the Venom suit. It's just like, it's just like what they do with Doc Ock, too, where he's like, hello, Peter. Like, he's not saying that to Tom Holland's. He's not saying that to Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Right. And no matter how hard they try to swerve you, you, we we know, we know that Toby and Andrew are in there. You know that they're in there. Like, there's no shot you brought back the villains to not bring back Toby and Andrew. Yeah, exactly. So, like, and, and same with Cox. Cox was seen on set, like, two years ago. They they were like, nope, Charlie Cox is here. And now, all of a sudden, he wasn't there. So, like, you know yeah. Charlie Cox is there. Whether he, they use it or not, you know he filmed something. Yeah. <clears throat> so, like, I think there, there's a lot to take away from that and what they could do, what they should do. Behind the scenes, we know that Scarlet Witch is involved too, right? So, like, there's so there's so many things going on at play right now 
I, I think it, if when he's done and walked away, I, I, I don't want anything to do really with Carnage in this movie, but I want it. I want the end credit scene to be like, no, it's going to be maximum Carnage. Yeah, you're going to fight Carnage and Venom. And that's going to be the repercussions of him owning the, the symbiote and whatever. Mm. And then I want it to be done. Get get him out of there. He, he We've seen all we're going to see with him, right? Like, what more can we get from him after he's he's done the symbiote thing? He's fought all of his old villains, right? Like, yeah. I don't want to see that anymore. Like, he, he, you already did it twice now. So I think to the the point of the conversation is what are we going to see with maximum carnage the next spider-man or venom movie needs to be maximum carnage needs to be can't can't like tiptoe and do like a piece of spider-man was kind of maximum carnage like it needs to be a full embodiment of like aunt may dies or whatever and it doesn't matter because you set the timeline anyway and we get miles morales next like that that's what i ultimately want to see i want to see the young avengers with miles morales Spider Gwen. I want to see uh, Miss Marvel, uh, the Kate Bishop's Hawkeye. I, that's how I want them to come together. But I mean, we'll see, right? King the Conqueror is gonna fuck all this up anyway. Oh my dude, it's that with the multiverse thing. Well, like with multiverses now, literally anything is possible. Like I just don't think like, but I, like I don't think any other movie could do what the Spider-Man movie has the potential to do. Like yeah. I, no Iron Man movie. Like no one cares about like. Iron Man's villains like and this is the beauty of what Sam Raimi did with Venom and just to keep it all tied together like he didn't do a good job with Venom but he did such a masterful job with every other villain including Green Goblin which I wish James Franco wasn't a pedophile because I bet you he'd be in this movie too like (laughs) if he wasn't a, a straight up pedophile he'd be in this movie and like oh my god that would be so cool if instead of instead of Octavius the the final like shot of that trailer was James Franco on the glider saying yeah. y- you know talking to Peter or like yeah. picking up Tom Holland instead of Tobey Maguire that would have been so fucking cool <laughs> oh my god but i, I think you're never going to see a a redo like that no nope. with with anyone else like the only way like the only way you're going to get a redo would be like a secret wars or something like that where you know, they break the multiverse and in different dimensions, Captain America, Iron Man, all of them come back. But even then, I don't think Downey's dressing up ever again. No, probably not. So I think this is this is your one shot at hitting the nostalgia feels. This movie could be a two billion dollar movie. Oh, my. This movie's going to this movie is going to take the number one of twenty twenty one, I think. I mean, if this if if this movie breaks a billion, do you think they rush yeah. another Venom movie out to do Maximum Carnage right away? Before Woody Harrelson's uh, and Andy Serkis fill up, probably. <laughs> yeah, I could. See, you could probably. I would probably see one probably as soon as as probably as soon as twenty twenty three. Because I mean, like they, yeah. the beauty of like what what they did with Venom was they didn't tie it to the MCU, so you don't yeah. have to follow any of their rules. You could do whatever the fuck you want on the side, and it yeah. doesn't doesn't affect you know falcon and winter soldier doesn't affect anything else you could just little and i i hope they do i hope they just say fuck you marvel well another you're gonna be disappointed then because another part of the sony marvel studios deal is that sony movies are canon it's fine yeah that's another part of the deal 
It, well, they're about right. to break it, but like even yeah. even if it is canon, you could do it on the. It's like technically on the side, right? Yeah. So like, you you know what I would even be cool with too if they were like, listen, this is too much for one movie, which I would be on board for. It, it if you ever anyone out there ever does want to know what we're talking about when we say maximum carnage, it's about thirteen issues directly, and it's about twenty six issues in total. Probably take you two hours to read it. It's it it's a lot of material in there. And then they did it in the cartoon where it was, I think it was four episodes or maybe even five episodes of the cartoon on Saturday mornings. But if you put this on Disney Plus or Netflix or whatever, I don't think I'd be pissed. I think I'd be okay if they decided to put it on a streaming service and make it a TV show. I mean, they probably would. I'd be cool with that. Like weekly. I think that would be so fucking unique and brand changing. And I, I mean, granted, I've been saying for years that Spider-Man belongs on streaming services, not the big screen, because I feel like there's just so much to tell there. But that would be a different way too to do Maximum Carnage. There's just no way they let Carnage go the way they he went out like a thug. But, like, he went out so abruptly that, like, there's just no fucking way. And, like, they yeah. subtle, subtly they introduced, too, that as they eat human brains, the symbiotes, they power up. And, like, they get bigger. And I don't know if you know this, but in the comic books, there there's versions of Venom where he's, like, as big as a fucking house. Yeah. And he's so big and fighting Spider-Man. Like, I want to see that stuff. Yeah, dude. At one point, I thought Carnage was almost, Carnage was, like, almost as big as the church. I feel like he, um, he was, at, huge. At he one, was huge. Almost at one point during the movie, I was like, "Yes, they, I'm like that's." <laughs> they fucked around too with like something I didn't like was that they constantly had so many arms out <clears throat> showing like different weapons and stuff like that yeah. that he just wasn't using. It's like you kind of lost focus as to where to look. I didn't yeah. like that. I, I I remember a few times being like. I get, I get the the arms coming out of the back, right? Because that's how they keep balance. But like, he, there were times where he literally had a full peacock's like <laughs> arsenal of weapons, yeah. and it was just like, what, what are we doing here? What am I looking at? So I mean, also too, we haven't even scraped the surface. I thought Shriek, when I was watching the trailer, was going to end up being Scream. They haven't even brought Scream in, and nope. all of this is to say too, we're still talking about Venom, but where the fuck is Morbius? Yeah, that's like, when, when's that going to come in? Yes, dude, yeah. I've, <clears throat> this yeah. is weird, but like I watched the Morbius trailer at least once a week because I think that movie is easily going to be the best Spider-Man movie standalone that we've seen. How does Morbius play into Spider-Man and how does Morbius, Morbius and Venom don't get along. So I yeah. would love to know how they're going to entangle. So like, and it's weird because I think that Morbius, uh, would Morbius versus Venom would be a better movie than Tom Holland versus Venom. But I, I just want to know how what Sony's plans are. We're not gonna have to wait that long either because Morbius Morbius is January. Oh, they finally announced January. Yeah, that's I think I that hopefully that's the last re- the release date for it. But right now it has a date of January twenty eighth. Well, I think Spider-Man fucked all this up because they didn't finish Spider-Man on time. Yeah. And, and it's probably because they had so many different people they were smuggling into the into the set. And right, yeah. 
So I think Spider-Man fucked up all this stuff because Spider-Man was supposed to come out like six months ago. Um, yep. And so was Ven- Venom was supposed to happen in October of last year. So I think I think we're, we're, we're about to get real spoiled here. I think we're about to. And oh, I definitely. Ho- I hope the all, we were talking about Maximum Carnage. I really hope Maximum Carnage goes straight to fucking like like they, they immediately hit the bricks and they release it on like Disney Plus. Like, here you go, guys. Just enjoy. Try not to cream yourself. Enjoy Maximum Carnage. Maybe. Yeah, probably. Well, like. I could I mean, probably it, maybe see that a thing as maybe, you know, make that a Disney Plus thing. So maybe they. You don't have to slap a rating on something on that. No, I mean, obviously, give you give a warning or whatever if it's going to be violent or whatever, but you don't have to slap that PG or throw it on Netflix. Rating. Like, yeah. you could, well, actually, you can't. You probably can't throw it on Netflix. Uh, maybe Sony could, but like, yeah. If even if you don't put it on Disney, put it somewhere where like you don't need, like you said, don't need to slap a rating on it. Yeah, and like you can just you, you can go full daredevil with it and dive into everyone, get as nitty gritty as you want, get as creative as you want. And, like, I know these places don't like streaming stuff like this, but I think this is the perfect opportunity to stream something that would get binge-watched over and over and over again and, like, keep your brand relevant. Uh, I really don't see – I don't see a downfall. And then, like, Venom could be an Avenger. Like, Venom could be – like, in the multiverse, Flash Thompson could be Venom. Flash Thompson gets the symbiote. So, like, literally, we could see three Venoms fighting each other. <laughs> and it would be <laughs> it would be canon, and it would be so fucking cool. Uh, I I think Venom, this, this Venom the movie, Let There Be Carnage, was a B-plus, A-minus movie. Um, depending on how you like the comedy, it was B-plus, A-minus. I think what they did, though, was they, this was a better ground setting movie than the first one to give you the the olive branch to go fucking anywhere you want now 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 you can truly go anywhere you got carnage out of the way and you did carnage good not great yeah good not great but you you're now spider-man's giving you the door to like okay we can revisit this guy though we we can do this again well one other thing cool about venom let there be carnage is like i feel like this is the movie where like you didn't expect that i think i think well because, you know, like maybe like a month or two ago, you were saying like you were saying how like you wanted, you know, a Spider-Man Venom like crossover. And like we were kind of thinking like, you know, maybe because of the, the gripes with Sony and, Mar- and Marvel Studios, maybe they won't do that right now. But obviously we were we were very wrong on that. And I I like that they saved that, you know, they added that surprise into there because, you know, you sit through a. You know, pretty decent movie overall, in my opinion. I like Venom, Let There Be Carnage. But, like, to have that kind of after credit scene in there with, you know, with the po- with so many different possibilities that they can do now. And, like, nobody, I think nobody expected that this movie to end this way. Yeah, I fact, mean. The fact that it did, um, it just, it, it makes it. It, it makes it all. It's a game changer. Like I, that's like I've been saying. <laughs> no, I mean saving that for the end. Like I don't know about you, but I was looking for like for nods throughout the movie, and Circus didn't give us much throughout the movie. Yeah. There weren't a ton of Easter eggs. There were some here and there, but there weren't like the drawings on the wall and stuff. I was looking. 
he did such a good job by saying, no, 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 just just wait. End credit scene. You'll get your your Spider Man fix. Like if if that happened in the beginning of the movie, it would have ruined the movie. Yeah. Like if that would have happened, because the whole time you would have been like, well, where is he? What's going on? Like I think we want it, right? We we need it. <laughs> um, but it's yeah. the way he did it. Is Andy Serkis deserves a ton of credit for making a rock star movie um, within the parameters that the studio and Marvel gave him. PG-13, yeah. under two hours, and he he delivers a fun movie. Mm-hmm. I think I think there was some carnage left on the table. Um, but Spider-Man, I think, is going to redeem that and give you more. It's just a matter of when. Like, now it's, it's like, how long do we have to wait for... And I think that, right, like, the trilogy, the third movie is your big payoff in a trilogy, right? Like, like every trilogy, the third movie is the payoff. Like yeah, Captain America, Civil War. I mean, Iron Man was supposed to be the Mandarin, which is his main villain. Didn't really pan out that way. We're yeah. slowly redeeming the Mandarin, though, over time with Shang-Chi. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> but, like, even Avengers. Avengers, the third one, was fucking Infinity War. It's a big payoff. Like, yeah. I think your third movie has to be the big payoff, and the best storyline Venom has is Maximum Carnage, other than his new Null series, which is yeah. So- Zoink Scooby Doo. Um, totally recommend <laughs> if you like Venom, read the Null Chronicles. Um, yeah, I, but can we take a second too to appreciate Woody Harrelson breaks out of prison? The first thing he does is he puts on a Tony Montana Scarface outfit. <laughs> Dude, that red suit. I, I was saying to my friend the other day, I was like, I gotta get that suit. Gotta get it, and man. I gotta get that. I gotta get that car. That yeah, dude. Oh my god, <laughs> that part made me cringe when she uh, when he picks up. Like, shriek up in the car and she's like oh my god you remembered and he was just like yeah of course i remembered it's like dude that car there's no shot that her (laughs) dream car in her favorite color is just sitting there get the fuck out of here but it was stuff like that that it was so outlandish that you know that that's not the last we saw of carnage that's not it they gotta do something else and the multiverse is the way to do that yeah yeah I, i get your point now like it's like all right well We'll take away Carnage here for now, but you're likely going to see him again because like he, ex- because he it's exists. Possible. He exists, and to be honest, too, there's no shot Venom wins that that fight with him without the cop and without Dan. Yeah, <laughs> like D- Dan saves the day twice. So like, yeah, uh, dude, I I would love to see Spider-Man thrown in the mix there, and I think. I think if if anyone watching this, if you if you truly enjoy the Spider-Man symbiote shit, like if you go into this with an open mind, you're gonna love it. If you go into it with a negative mind, you're gonna hate it. This this movie is literally the epitome of you get out of it what you want to get out of it. Like if you want a good movie, if you if you want to nitpick it, you can nitpick it to death. Like I'm a comic nerd, I could have nitpicked the shit out of it. I thought it was fun. It was a fun little ride. It had its funny moments. It had its serious moments. The tone. Is very the underlying tone is very serious, like depression and mm. you know how like you know I don't want to say suicide, but like he he talks about it, like he he when he's on the bike, he's like I want to kill myself, but I can't, can I? You know, yeah. so like there there's some very serious underlying tone, and obviously murder. Um, not to skip over <laughs> yeah. that one. Um, yeah. but like if you want to take, you know, it's a it's a fun joyride of like morality. For, for about an hour and a half, which I thought was good. 
Yeah, I, I I enjoyed the movie. You know, I say it was one of those things. You know, I I was so excited going into it, and I was like, you know, all the parties, you know, working on it and everything. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna enjoy this. You know, no matter what. Would you? Do Do you <coughs> think if they made that movie two and a half hours long, you you would have enjoyed it more or less? We'll say two hours. Say two hours. Another thirty minutes. Two hours. I think. I think they could have added more to it. I think they kind of got. I also, at the same time, feel like they kind of got the Godzilla versus Kong treatment, where like stuff was cut out. Yeah. I feel like in this because there's parts, I there's parts here in this movie where it flows really strangely. Like yeah. you, you feel like maybe there's a little bit missing there, you know, um, that probably could have been explained a little more. Like I think maybe one of the things he said is like the thing, like like the cop, like that probably could have explained then explained more. Yeah, you know the the the, the things surrounding like his character and maybe even Shriek too. A little bit, because like I felt like with Shriek, with Shriek and the cop, you know, I didn't really think they were great characters. You know, when they were on screen, for me, it was kind of like I was kind of like shrugging my shoulders, like, uh, okay, yeah. Um, they were like they were the total opposite of like of Venom and Carnage, because like you know those characters. I mean, obviously they're in the title of the movie, but still like they they caught your attention i didn't feel that way with the cop or shriek see like the first thing i thought of when i left this movie was that you i think the same thing i yeah. think if you remove the cop and shriek and you actually plan this out which i know sony didn't because i think sony's probably the worst filmmaking studio there is um if sony planned this out properly like marvel does i thought it would have been so fucking cool to give Cletus Cassidy the Hannibal Lecter treatment in the first movie. Mm. Like, like if in the beginning Tom Hardy kept going to him for help, and you built a relationship that way, like, hey, you know, I'm not good with killing people. I interviewed you in the past, blah, blah, blah. And then you kind of lay the brickwork there versus needing Tom needing to go there and shriek and all this shit. Like, I feel like you could have had a better, more streamlined movie, but, like, again, it it worked. It worked. It was fine. Just not, yeah, not it, ideal it, with those. It still worked, um, but I, that was one of the few things of the movie I probably nitpicked. You know, this is a movie I didn't really want to nitpick. You know, I just wanted, like, kind of your what you had said, I just wanted to enjoy it. Um, those are the parts where I think that, you know, and maybe you could <clears throat> you could have changed it up a little bit and maybe um well that was another it was another thing that worried me too was the runtime of the movie, you know, an hour and a half. And I was like, Oh wow, I said, Wow, that's that's quick. Yeah. You know, for a superhero movie, that's quick. Um with two of the biggest like like stars that you could possibly have, right? Better yeah. than Carnage. Like I feel like Andy Serkis just didn't want to waste time with it. Yeah, I I, I I would imagine Sony put him on a time block too. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean that's why I would love to see like we got a, a Snyder cut. I'd love to see a circus cut of this movie. Yeah. I, I I feel like 
I feel like there's definitely some stuff he probably left on the table that I would love. I don't buy DVDs. I will buy this DVD to see what deleted scenes didn't make it in. Love yeah, I'm curious, too. Yeah, because I feel like there, was, there definitely was stuff that was left out. And you can kind of get an idea, too, of like some of the, the ways he wanted to go. And I don't know if they signed Circus to a multi-movie deal, but I feel like he laid some serious groundwork with Venom. I'm very my roommates aren't big comic guys, and when we saw it, they like they they were getting gassed, but that end credit scene, they were dude, they were mind blown. They were like, oh my god, are we are we getting it? Like as as movie fans, as as superhero fans, we are fucking spoiled right now. Yeah. They're, they're about to they're about to spoil us rotten. I'm so fucking hyped for it. Oh yeah, they're gonna go crazy now. And Sony should. Sony can carry the yeah. load now. Like I, I just kind of ripped into them saying they're the worst filmmaking <laughs> company in the world. But like <laughs> now, now they have the Spider Verse, and they've shown that like people want to help and be in it. Like Andy Serkis, you don't have the James Francos to help carry a Spider Man trilogy. You know, like y- you, you have Andy Serkis, you have Tom Hardy, Woody Harrelson. Easily could find someone to be Miles Morales. I feel like that's like an, anyone wants to be Miles Morales. You know, I'd be very excited to see where they go next. If they don't do a full maximum carnage, though, you just wasted this movie. You you absolutely mm-hmm. wasted this movie. Yeah, I I think that I agree with you. I think that should be the route they go now. Um, a lot of possibilities with this movie, and this is like I said, this is the movie I don't think you expected that from, but we got it, and it's really exciting. So here we are. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's get it, man. I'm very into it. Um, but yeah, I I think we covered a lot of the movie. Um, you know, try to cover as much as we can with these premiere episodes. Um, that's pretty much our overall thoughts on Venom. Let there be carnage. I enjoyed it. You know, George thought it was good too. Um, what'd you think of that? What'd you think of that after credit scene? Um. Definitely give us your thoughts on it. Let us know. Um, we'll have some more premiere episodes coming throughout the year. Uh, <laughs> no Way Home will definitely be one of them when that comes <laughs> in December. I can promise that. Um, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, we'll leave it there. And then uh, we'll see you guys for the next one. See ya.